but from an anatomy and physiology standpoint, can you see a myocyte or a ribosome or adenosine triphosphate or any of those structures? Well, no, they're microscopic. So how do you know they're there? Well, there has to be a degree of faith. testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. Hello and welcome to Biblical Anatomy. Kind of a strange verse to start off with, but we're going to talk about organs today and we're going to talk about the importance of organization within the human body going from the microscopic level to the macroscopic level. Two weeks ago was our first episode uh, we did not record an episode last week because it was Labor Day. We hope you enjoyed the holiday. Two weeks ago, as our introductory episode, we didn't talk a whole lot about anatomy and physiology. What we talked about was my experience in education and where I believe our company fills a void and uh, provides a, a service that is in demand. Now, a company is a two-man show. It's my wife and I. And we run this podcast, Biblical Anatomy, on Mondays. And on Wednesdays, we run another podcast, Discipleship Conditioning. Now, they're both under the same umbrella, and they both have a similar mission statement. Here, our mission is to bring together Christians who seek to understand their biblical anatomy, to connect science with scripture so we can better understand God's handiwork on our lives. Now, I could go on on this for half hour minimum, um, but I'll save you the lecture there. But well, what I will say is that it is clear to me, absolutely vividly clear, that our anatomy is God-inspired. You can see that in Genesis 1. Uh, I believe uh, verse 11 and 23 and a handful of others describe how we are made in God's image. And to my best understanding, there's nothing else mentioned in the Bible that is made to God's image. Could I be bold and say that means we are God's greatest achievement? I think that I could. And that would come across, I think, as sounding arrogant. And that certainly would not be my intention. But what would be my intention is for me to study anatomy and physiology because we are the only thing that's made in God's image. And what a better thing to study than what is made in God's image and what is given dominion over all other living things on earth. What an incredible honor and what an incredible way to be designed. So through this podcast, we'll show continually how we are made in God's image and we are not based in evolutionary theory. Now, today is a good example on where I can state that we do not edit. I'm not feeling the best today. I haven't felt the best for a couple weeks, actually. And the vain side of me would say, we'll just postpone it another week. I don't want to be sounding raspy or coughing or sneezing or itching my nose or scratching my ear or anything like that. 
but that's that's the vanity side of me and and I don't want that to take over what I do want to show through is the authenticity that we have as Christians to best serve individuals and so this podcast goes on and provided my technology works correctly and continue to record and provide the service that we believe is a quality service we do provide that service for free without edits we provide it in podcast form we also record a video so it's available streaming as well and we record it essentially live Uh, it's not a live stream but other than trim the beginning and trim the end of the podcast episode we don't edit anything in between so if i make a mistake make a fool of myself I laugh it off, and we keep on recording. Usually that works pretty well. Today, not off to a great start. I actually recorded about the first 10 minutes of this show, and then my technology went haywire and froze up, and so this is attempt two, but not because there was anything that happened in that first attempt that I felt I needed to delete. I don't do that. I don't edit it. I keep it the way it is, but because my technology didn't work very well today. Nevertheless, again, anatomy and physiology wise, we believe we have a unique understanding of how anatomy and physiology is God inspired and we want to share that with the world. Uh, Today specifically, we're going to talk about this construction of the human organism, the human person, specifically the anatomy of it. And we're going to go from a microscopic level to a macroscopic level. So let's start that journey. So beginning at the microscopic level, we're going to have the atomic level. Now a physicist would say, you can go smaller than that, you could go subatomic and they would be accurate. And even in anatomy and physiology, we do go subatomic with electrons mainly, um, but it's not super often that we do. So generally in most anatomy and physiology textbooks that you read, uh, the smallest level, the most microscopic level that you're gonna go to is the atomic level. Now, why did we mention this? Well, this is early on in most anatomy and physiology textbooks, and the goal of this podcast, apart from two weeks ago where we were introducing ourselves, is to take a common stumbling point for students, generally at that freshman and college level, and present it here in a way that we can walk through it. Now, we're going to walk through it with about 20 minutes of depth. Any more than that, please reach out to us. We'd love to communicate with you. We have courses that are built that go into further depth. And uh, if you need more assistance than what we provide here, please send us an email. Our email is hello at erratphysiology.com, which means our website is erratphysiology.com. Now, the physiology makes sense, right? Human anatomy and physiology. Spelled with a PH, not an F. Um, the Ararat may confuse people, and the Ararat comes from Genesis also. It's Mount Ararat. And so, if you can spell that out, you'll find our website. There is a strong chance that we're changing our website in the future to make things more attainable. We've had Ararat Physiology for almost two years, and I'm realizing that uh, although I really enjoy the name of the company, Um, It's not the easiest to type into a search bar or the easiest to type into as a URL and for people to find. 
So stay tuned for that. We'll announce it here first on the podcast, uh, what that'll be. But back on track with our discussion, at the microscopic level, we have atomic. Atomic is going to be any atom. So think the elements on the periodic table. Apart from that, you can go subatomic, which is going to be your electrons, your protons, and your neutrons. We will talk about those in anatomy and physiology, but not as much as we'll talk about with the atoms. So let's start with an example. Oxygen would be a great example of an atom that is available in our bodies and would fit the atomic level. Now if we go a step higher than that, we're going to be at the molecular level. So what's the difference between an atom and a molecule? What would simply be two atoms together equals one molecule? Most textbooks will say in order for it to be a molecule, it has to be the same element together. So I strategically used oxygen as an example. <coughs> Excuse me. Because if we take two oxygen together, we get the molecule O2, which is oxygen gas. Now, if we take two hydrogen and pair it with that oxygen, we get water, H2O. But it's no longer, by most definition, called a molecule. It's called a compound. So, two of the same together, two of the same atoms together equals molecule. Two of different atoms together equals compound. So we have the atomic level, then we have the molecular level. Next beyond that, we have the cellular level. So now we're going to start to look at different cells in our body and how all of these elements can connect together and they help us form the cellular level. Now, it's interesting because with this, we have a structure or a set of structures that we sort of pass by, if you will. And those would be organelles, so I'll touch on those briefly. Uh, you've probably heard of a mitochondria, powerhouse of the cell. That's your main organelle that most people are aware of. Your main organelle for most cells and their structure is going to be the nucleus. So you have all these different organelles which do come from all of these elements that come from compounds and molecules all built together to form these, um, these structures. We get enough organelles together and we wrap it in a cell membrane which is an organelle itself and we get a cell. Example would be a myocyte. So in skeletal muscle each individual cell would be called a myocyte. Once we go on from the cellular level and we put cells and cells together, we get tissues. So continuing on that muscle theme, we take myocyte plus myocyte, we put those together, and we get a muscle. We actually get a section of a muscle called a fascicle, and then we get many fascicles together to give us a myocyte. Nervous system, same thing. The cellular level would be a neuron. You put many neurons together and you get yourself a nerve. We can then go on to the next level, which would be the organ level. So in the example of the tissue of a fascicle, your organ level would be a muscle. In the example of a neuron and a nerve, your organ level would be a brain. And then you have many other organs, like your heart and things like that. All of those organs function 
together with other organs to form an organ system. So with the heart as our last example, we would get the cardiovascular system which, when we include all the blood vessels and we include the blood and the plasma within the blood and everything else. With the nervous system, the brain and all the neurons throughout the body, whether they be peripheral neurons or central neurons, collectively would be the nervous system. We have the endocrine system, we have many other types of systems um, at this organ system level. Approximately 11, depending on who you speak to, but when you take those 11 organ systems and you put them together, that's when you get one organism, which in this course would be the human organism. Okay, So our levels again are atomic, molecular, which also includes compounds, cellular, tissue, organ, organ system, and organism. Some textbooks will say six levels, some will say eight, we're saying seven, basically everything's covered within there. One thing that I find interesting when I learn new information like this is, <coughs> excuse me, how I was as a student. Oftentimes I would learn something like this in a lecture and I would go test it out in the gym and I would say, no, that's not possible. And so when I learned about the difference between glycolytic training and, and aerobic training, I was like, oh, I can prove that theory wrong. And I'd run to the gym straight from class and I'd do a certain exercise count to try and break through what the textbook told me I couldn't do. And textbook had pretty much an undefeated record uh, where I lost pretty much each and every time. But what was critical in that is each time I lost, it deepened my understanding. And that's because I'm a kinesthetic learner. And so if you're a kinesthetic learner, take these concepts and see how you can apply them to be as hands-on as possible. That can be as extreme as taking the concepts to the gym. And that can be as non-extreme as just simply writing them down. The physical movement of moving a pencil against paper is a very kinesthetic thing. The two other learning styles primarily are visual and auditory. Visual is pretty simple. It's one of the reasons why we provide a video form of this. I am also visual. I actually wouldn't take notes in class. I would watch the instructor because the hand movements of the instructor, the changes in the instructor's voice, even eye contact, it would help me learn things and, and focus on where the emphasis was. So we provide that. And then auditory, you're the one everyone's jealous of. If you're auditory, you're the one that can flip on a podcast, listen to this in the car, and be good. You're the one that can listen to an audiobook and retain more than the rest of us can. You're the one that can listen to a song and then play it out on an instrument, right? Um, so you're the one that everyone else is jealous of. Your learning style is probably most readily available. Whereas if you're visual, you kind of have to add to it to, to be served. Or if you're kinesthetic, especially, you have to add to it to best be served. We accomplish these things in our courses. So we teach to each learning style in these courses. So again, if you're interested in looking at what we provide, go to erratphysiology.com and you can see our community. You can see both of our podcasts.
You can see links to things that we support. You can see a blog that's under construction right now that we're working on. And then you can see courses that are being built within our community. Again, our email is hello at erroratphysiology.com. Please email us or go to our website and look around and see what we have. Uh, if you have any tips or tricks for us, please let us know. Again, we're a two-man show trying to provide a service and do so humbly underneath God's direction. That's all we care to do is, is wake up each day, ask God what he wants us to do, and do that. And uh, that's what we're trying to do with this. That's why we provide this for free. We feel that we are called to do so and provide a free service for those that are in a situation where they need a free service. We also, by doing God's work, feel called that we can turn this into something that can support our family, which is why we build the courses so we can charge for those courses. And it's something that we can continue to do all of this on a weekly and daily basis to support our family and continue supporting our mission. To let people know that your anatomy is God-inspired. Uh, again, starting in Genesis 1, ending in Revelation 22. It's throughout the Bible. So what's our take-home message today? Well, mainly how you can understand these levels of structure from atomic all the way to organismal. But more than that, I think a deeper take-home message and a deeper thing to sort of chew on until the next podcast is how can you verify something you can't see? Now, there's a lot of depth with that statement, certainly. There's a lot of religious connotation and a faith embedded in that as well. And I'll refrain from going down that rabbit hole. I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm a Christian man who makes mistakes all the time. I'm happy to share those with you. In fact, on our other podcast, Discipleship Conditioning, I do a lot of that, along with Bible study. But from an anatomy and physiology standpoint, can you see a myocyte or a ribosome or adenosine triphosphate or any of those structures? Well, no, they're microscopic. So how do you know they're there? Well, there has to be a degree of faith in the science and there has to be a degree of understanding research and how we've gotten to where we're at. <coughs> Excuse me, once again, a good time to wrap the show up. I'm beginning to have a little cough, coughing fit here. But please, even though I'm not a biblical scholar and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, I hope you do. I hope you do. How often is something presented in science that we can't see and we just believe it? Versus how often is something presented in the Bible that we can't see and we dismiss it? It's something to really consider strongly. If this show or our other show has been of service to you, Please rate, review it, share it with others. I really don't like to go through that process of subscribe, like, all that stuff. Um, but we want to reach people. And so you know someone that we don't know. And so even old school, we love it. Send them a text message. Share the podcast through text message like, hey, brother or sister, this has been awesome for me. Um, just check it out. Okay. Ratings and reviews are fantastic also, uh, but a phone call to your brother or sister, text message to your brother or sister to share this means the world to us. As we always do, let's conclude with the Lord's Prayer. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.